Howdy, folks. I'm fixing to tell y'all about Texas, nicknamed the Lone Star State. I'm particularly fond of these. I pulled them out of a place on Midgard called Texas. Don't mess with Texas. That's the message. I'm Walker. And I'm Texas Ranger. I mean, anything for Salinas. Welcome to this week's episode of Texas Slang for Crazy. This week, we're discussing the Houston Icebox Murders. In 1965, neighbors became really concerned when they didn't see elderly couple Edwina and Fred Rogers out and about in their neighborhood. It had been a few days and worried about what might have happened to an older couple on their own, not to mention he hadn't heard from his aunt like he normally did. Their nephew, Marvin Martin, called in a wellness check to 1815 Driscoll Street on June 23rd. When Houston Police Captain Charles Bullock and his partner Ellen Barter arrived, the house seemed pretty normal from the outside. However, there was a hastily built barricade along the back door made out of flower pots. They forced themselves inside. Something was seriously off. Bullock said that he wasn't sure why, but it was something about the refrigerator that caught his attention. It was when the officers opened up the fridge in the home that they found a ghastly surprise. At first, they saw what they thought were piles of hog meat inside the fridge uncovered, but when they looked in the vegetable crisper drawers, they quickly discovered the heads of Fred and Edwina Rogers. It was determined that Edwina had been shot in the head. Her husband had been bludgeoned with a hammer, and if that wasn't bad enough, the autopsy pretty soon revealed that Fred's genitals had been removed, and they discovered that the intestines had been flushed down the toilet. The house had been thoroughly cleaned after this incident, so there was no real blood traces except in one area. What was missing from the scene of the crime was their 40-something-year-old son, Charles. Now, some reports say he was 42, some say he was 43. It doesn't matter. Um, Charles was nowhere to be seen, but there was blood left on the keyhole of his bedroom door and leading to his bedroom, despite all attempts to clean the house. This is gruesome enough to be a weird murder case, but folks, the details behind this get even weirder. While Charles quickly became the prime suspect in what the newspapers deemed the Icebox Murders, investigators soon found a heck of a lot of weird stuff going on with him. He had served in World War II, he had a degree in nuclear physics, and worked for almost a decade with Shell Oil as one of their seismologists. He was out of the house before dawn almost every day and home after dark. People at this point weren't even sure if he had a real job, but they knew he spent as much time out of the house as possible. It was also discovered that Charles rarely saw his parents face to face and usually only communicated with them by leaving notes he'd shove under their door. According to the book The Icebox Murders, the authors posit that Charles may have killed his parents for regularly taking out loans in his name, using his savings, and just making his life a disaster. There are also rumors that his parents physically abused him as well. Police put out a manhunt, but Charles was never found and was declared legally dead in 1975. I promised you weird, and I'm going to give you even more weird. There are some people who believe that Charles Rogers was involved with the plot to kill John F. Kennedy. 
Charles Rogers was believed to have been one of the people in Dealey Plaza the day of Kennedy's assassinations and one of the homeless folks that had been rounded up and arrested after the murder. Some believe that Charles wrote in his diaries about his part in the slaying or that he had been caught on the phone by his mother. And when his parents found out that he may have been involved, Rogers killed them for knowing too much. There's a possibility that using his CIA connections, he ended up in Honduras, where he may have been murdered by Honduran miners. Others say that this was just a simple case of child abuse, where their son had had enough and just happened to have enough context to help him escape. There's also the really fun fact that the Rogers were really well-known in Houston, and that Fred Rogers also happened to be a well-known bookie. So do with that information what you will. The city of Houston tore down the home where the murder occurred, but for some time people came to look at the lot on the anniversary of the murders. To this day, the crime remains unsolved. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Texas Sling for Crazy. We are all over the internet because, of course, we are. Um, The second book, Texas Sling for Crazy 2, now even crazier, is available in the Amazon bookstore. You can get it on Kindle if you have their, like, prime monthly book service thing you can read it for free um i definitely appreciate any you know folks who want to read this book or share it with their friends and family texas is a weird place and i really enjoy being able to tell you these stories have a great week and we'll talk to you soon Mm -hmm.